Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me again on the Story Station. I'm Kay McCoy, your host, and today our featured author is Miss Brooklyn Knight. How are you today, Brooklyn? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me on this show. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, please go ahead, introduce yourself, let people know who you are, what it is that you write, and where they can find you. Okay, well, as you mentioned, my name is Brooklyn Knight. I am an interracial romance author of, I think at last check, it was 16 titles. So I have been typing, typing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been very busy, but it has been so much fun. Um, I, I, I said I write interracial romance. I, I love writing about love and writing since I was a little girl, actually. <laughs> Um, but recently published my first work in 2018. Oh, um, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just kind of blew up in my face, like in a good way. In, <laughs> in a, a good, good way. way, in a good way, everyone, in a good, in a good way. way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I've just been writing ever since. So, I mean, that's, I'm from Bermuda. Mm -hmm. um, I've been married for 15 years. I have three children, ages 22, 13, and nine. Wait, so, you have how many kids? three kids and you've been married yeah. for 15 years I swear yeah. you look like you're, you're just fresh out of high school <laughs> that's like, a good thing. yeah that's a great thing I was like wait a minute <laughs> wow okay well again congratulations on your first published novel or is it is it a novel or is it a novella it's or a novel, yeah okay cool because I I haven't published my first novel yet so I don't know what that feels like I I've baby steps <laughs> yeah. but I will tell you it's very exciting it can be nerve-wracking but once you get it out there mm -hmm. and you just get all of that support the romance author community is awesome they are fabulous mm -hmm. so when you're ready go ahead and press that publish button you'll be fine okay well see I'm, I'm not afraid of pressing the button I'm just afraid of everything that comes after pressing the button on the novel because I, I have published uh, short collections before. I've, I actually have a, a series, which is like a novella, but I, they're really short. They're like maybe 30K. So okay. I haven't done like a full, yeah, I haven't done a full novel yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. And I, yeah, I, that part I'm not, I'm a little worried about. I'm not as yeah. confident. So we must be the opposite because I am unable for whatever reason to publish or write novellas. Really? I, I, yeah, <laughs> I've tried to write short stories and my characters just have so much to say or they, you know, they're just so complex that I end up with 65,000 words. And so wow. one of my challenges to myself mm -hmm. is to learn how to write those novellas and capture all of that juicy character <laughs> development. In, in a short frame yeah exactly it's See, harder than, than one might think it really is and I love doing it but anywho enough about me I again like I said I I have my first novel my editor is working on it now and I'm hoping to release it in December but we're not here to talk about me we're here to talk about you and more specifically to the point I want to talk about your story that you have out now El Ray and this is part of a series so Again, I read the blurb and I was just like, I can't get this book right now because I will spend all weekend reading it and I will not do anything else. So <laughs> please tell us about your story. <laughs> sure. Okay. So Ray, his actually his name is Andreas, Ray mm -hmm. Nusu. 
Mm -hmm. um, he is from Ecuador, South America. Um, and they call him Ray because in Spanish, Ray means king. Mm -hmm. And so Andreas is this street king. He just has this poise and command. Mm -hmm. And it's about how he, you know, it's a romance. So there's obviously a girl involved and he sees this girl mm -hmm. and she just turns his life upside down. Um, she comes into his life, you know, he, he, he's just completely infatuated with her. But mm -hmm. of course, there's some secrets that he um, is keeping from her. Mm -hmm. And these secrets are detrimental. They are, you know, once he realizes how much he needs this woman, mm -hmm. then he realizes this horrible truth. Mm -hmm. He has to make a decision. Will he tell her the truth or will he keep this to himself? And so that's the first book in the series. And people love Andreas. Yes. Um, I've received so many emails, messages <laughs> about him. Um, so yeah, he is oh, pretty hot. He's pretty I hot. have no doubt. Even when you told me his, his full name is Andreas, a shiver went down my spine. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so he basically he, he falls in love with this woman. And what is she like to him? How does she turn his life upside down without yeah. too much spoilers like how my favorite thing is how do they meet that's one thing I love to like hear about like how do these two characters meet um Andreas as I mentioned he's a street king he's like mm -hmm. a you know the leader of a, a gang and so he's mm -hmm. very hard very um you know strategic mm -hmm. and Fallon that's her name is mm -hmm. very innocent very um you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed Mm -hmm. And they meet at a gala, mm -hmm. um, which is being held by the city, because mm -hmm. the mayor is engaging in some under-the-table business with Andreas. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's about to leave because there's some, some, some stuff happening on the street. Mm -hmm. And he bumps into Fallon. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know. And so, you know, that whole typical romance. <laughs> The good, the, the pretty bits. corny, right? Yeah, but it's so, it's so good. I don't know why I, people are like, how can you even like read romance as much as you have? I'm like, it's those little scenes that really like sucker punch me every time. And I so he it. meets his Fallon, his Fallonsita, and, and they, they start a relationship. They start courting or whatever. And then he makes this decision. She gives okay. him some resistance. You okay. know, she has to play hard to get. Because she's not sure he's tatted. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at him on the cover, you can now oh, a, yeah, a you quick can, story yeah. about the model. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. He I actually found him on Instagram. So that's a real live Instagram model. Oh, is that like one of his photos? And you just contacted I, him? I sure did. I saw him oh, on Instagram. This cover is fire. Y'all don't even know. Oh my God. I dropped into his inbox. I was like, you don't know me, but I need this picture for my book. And he wow. has, uh, there are three books in the series and he is, his name is Johan and he's from Colombia and he is just such a fabulous person. Uh, and so we work together for the covers for each of the three books. Yeah, he's really great. But you can see his tattoos. Mm -hmm. And so back to the story, Fallon is just, you know, you know, you know, I don't know what type of man you are because she's a good girl. 
Yeah. And so she gives him some resistance. Mm-hmm. But Andreas gets what he wants. Ray is the king. The king gets what he wants. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that's how they kind of come together. Mm-hmm. But I, I love that you slid into this man's DMs. So you're like, listen, I need your photo. <laughs> yeah. I love how that. How much is it? I didn't, you may not be selling it, but you actually are. So how much are you Literally. selling? <laughs> I love that. And I just, I love the intrigue with the story because that last line, like, I am someone who is not very good at writing blurbs. So when I read yours, like that very last line, you're like, you know, because losing her just, it is not an option for him. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, Lord, why don't you just tell the truth? And I was like, see, this is why you need to go and get the book because like, I need to know, I'm already invested just from your blurbs. Like, how do you do that? How do you write such captivating blurbs? My, I think one of the, one of my stronger points as an author Mm -hmm. is that I connect very well with my characters so much so that they are real to me. Mm-hmm. I was actually writing another book when Andreas popped into my mind and was like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and I could see him. I could see him. I heard his voice. So when I saw the guy on Instagram, I'm like, oh my God, that's him. Mm-hmm. But all of that to say, when I write blurbs, especially when they are, well, when I write blurbs, I can capture my characters because they're very, very real to me. So you, you talk know? to your characters when you're writing your blurbs. You're not thinking about like the technical aspect of everything. Like, okay, I got to add this here and I can't say that, but I want to say, I want to hint to that. You're just letting your character speak. I just let my, I see them. So I basically write what I see. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I hit writer's block, I literally will be like, okay, Ray, what happened? What are we doing? Wow. <laughs> and then I'll just wait and then it'll come to me. Yeah. Let me let me grab my pen and, and write down what you just said. <laughs> let me try that because ooh, blurbs are a whole new beast. Like that is yeah. I, I love that. So now my next question. Um this is regarding the smooch ratings, which is something that we have here on the story station, because again, this is your story, or should I say, this is your series. And I want you to tell me from your perspective, considering all things involved, what smooch rating would you give this series? Would you give it uh, a one, which is just kind of like, oh, hi, hi, I didn't see you there up to uh, a four, which is like, oh my God, blow the windows out the castle, just storm the castle high. The smooch rating on the series from book one to three is a five. Oh my God. Now I know you didn't <laughs> give me that option. It's like, I didn't I'm give her that saying. option, y'all. Just saying. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it's a five. It's a five. It's a okay. five. If you are easily, you know, if you blush easily or mm-hmm. if, you're shocked by mm-hmm. then do not read mm-hmm. the rape series because when my characters get in and again because I connect with them mm-hmm. I have to I even have a, a piece in my blurbs I think I say that I work very closely with my characters to give mm-hmm. them their HEAs mm-hmm. and I basically give them what they want yeah so I I write what they want and so mm-hmm. the sex scenes I write what they want. And so it's very sensual. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he's Latino. So, you know, there's that (laughs) 
stereotype that, you know, Latino men are very, you know, suave, <laughs> very passionate. The, the sex scenes are very passionate in, the, in those books. I love that. And I, I feel like it matches because I've seen like, okay, I'm be honest, I've stared and I've stared repeatedly at your book cover. <laughs> so I feel like it matches, especially within this, I'm, I'm going back to the blurb because that's literally what got me like hooked. And I was just like, oh my God, like you can, it doesn't make sense, but you could feel the the honestly like how he feels like reading that yeah. blurb connected me to him and then that's why I stared at the cover because I'm like what is he going to do to keep Fallon in his life like this man is already ruthless in the streets I don't want to see how he plays when it comes to matters of the heart but I'm going to because I'm going to read the book <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. it's pretty intense <laughs> So can you share a little bit about more of your, your author journey as far as you said that you have written several stories, but you finally published your first novel in 2018. Why is that? Especially since you've been writing since you were so young. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think um, I, so just a bit of backstory. My yeah. mom recently, we were looking through my scrapbooks and she mm -hmm. pulled out a piece that I wrote when I was seven years old. Wow. And seven? we were like, yeah. And I, you know, I was, I was shocked because at seven, you're just writing. Yeah. And as an adult now looking at it, I was like, wow, I, it's a gift. Like, you know, it's, it's a gift. Um, and so over the course of my, you know, development, um, I, I, I have manuscripts that I wrote in high school. I still have them. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, at one point, I didn't even know about self-publishing. I think, like, you know, in the early 1990s, probably wasn't even a thing. I was in high school. I went to college. Mm -hmm. I was getting married. So I wasn't, I, you know, I've had my math. I have my master's. So I've been doing educational stuff, occupational stuff. And then one day, I was actually doing my PhD. Mm -hmm. And I'm writing all of these academic papers, all of this research, and I stopped for a second. I started to write a book. Yeah. And I was like, this is pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. and I engaged in, there's a community called Screamerfield, um, where you mm -hmm. post your work and people critique it. Yeah. And then I finally, I, let me research this publishing stuff. And I published it. Wow. All of that to say, I think it was my time. Mm -hmm. Like between the time I started writing and the time I published, there was a lot of work that I did subconsciously. I was getting my work critiqued. I was learning how to write properly. I was learning show and tell. And so when I did finally publish, people mm -hmm. were like, oh my goodness, how did you do it? But I was working on it for decades mm -hmm. before I finally hit that publish button. Exactly. You know what I mean? There you go. You didn't just run off, tell a story and said, okay, I'm going to publish it now. Like you, you exactly. developed it and nurtured it. Wow. Yes. Prior to over the course of years as a child all the way up. Mm -hmm. And I think I, as I've thought about it, because people have asked me, well, how did you, you know, it was that debut and it kind of, people just bought it. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> and when I think about it, it's because I had prepped myself, mm -hmm. you know, as I was matriculating through life, just writing, getting better and better. And then my debut was really good. So, yeah. That is just like, Wow. I think you you had the the introduction into the self-published world that most authors strive for. So I definitely have to commend you giving you your flowers now because 
that's insane. People just went out and just got your, your debut book. Like, wow, this is so good. That's incredible. <laughs> but I think if I will say to, to any authors who may be listening, book covers are super important mm -hmm. because when I started to get a lot of feedback mm -hmm. and I asked people like, oh my goodness, how did you even find me? And they, the first thing they said was the book cover. Really? So I guess they said the book cover grabbed them and then they <laughs> turned over the book and the blurb. And again, remember, I said I connect very deeply with my character. So it's actually easy for me to write blurbs. Mm -hmm. But I would say to any author listening for, that you should invest in the craft, most certainly. <laughs> I've taken workshops. I've traveled to conferences. And this was before I even published right? This is just me wow, engaging so and loving. you haven't even published yeah. at that point. Exactly. You wow. know, so in, invest in the craft, invest in your book cover, and then you, I think you'll see the, the fruits of your labor. Wow. I, I don't even need to ask you my, my next question because that was it. I was just going to ask you, what, what advice would you give uh, an author who was thinking about publishing and they weren't quite sure what else to do? So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I never had yeah. someone answer for me in reverse like that. That was really, again, <laughs> outstanding. I can't, at this point, I don't really think I could say much more that you haven't already heard. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, I guess my, my final, final, final question is, I don't, without giving anything away, like, are you more of a fan of series because you feel like you can't say all you need to say about your characters or would you like to someday just write a novel, just one novel and have it be from beginning to end? Well, because I have 16 novels, I have <laughs> many standalones, right? <laughs> so I do have novels that are just standalones. <laughs> but with series, what happens is that my characters keep talking. <laughs> so the, the trick with series is that you want your readers to come to a satisfaction. I don't do cl cliffhangers per se, <laughs> um, or I'm very strategic with them. So I'll give my readers a fully developed story arc. Yeah. But then yeah. there's more and they knew that. Mm -hmm. um, but my characters keep talking. For example, just last night, I heard Andrea say, I'm not done. Oh my Lord. See, I, I'm not telling you. So I <laughs> opened my laptop and I, I, then I heard dialogue and I, I opened my laptop and I started typing. And wow. the, I, anybody who's listening if you get before, it yeah. will start with the words, I'm not done. Mark my words, because that's what he said. So I, I don't want you to think I'm crazy, but that's how it comes to me. We, you just said that you don't leave cliffhangers, but here we are at the end of the podcast and you just left this huge <laughs> cliffhanger. I feel so disrespected right now. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm lucky in a way because I haven't read the whole series yet, but for everyone else that's read the series, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know she did y'all dirty, but I promise you as well as you know, now it's going to be worth it when she, when she drops that fourth yeah. one. <laughs> Ray is coming back and he is not happy. Uh, you know, I don't know what's good because that's the other thing. And I know we're ending. I'm a yeah. pencer. I'm uh -huh. not a plotter. Yes. I don't even know what's going to happen. 
I love that. I love that he just came to you. He was like, hold up, Mama Sita. We we're not finished yet. Like he's like, hold on. We we got more to say. Like, I'm not done. <laughs> and I could just hear it in the voice that I've created for Andreas in my head. And it's just like, ooh, okay. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> like that that girlish giggle, like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I love it. So before we go, please remind everyone where they can find you online. I know you're on Facebook, but where yes. else can people find you? So on Facebook, Brooklyn Knight, um, I have a group on there that I'm trying to build called Brooklyn Knight's Book Booze. Uh, um, it's um, Instagram, Brooklyn Knight Author. And then my website is being developed, but it'll be... Um, brooklynnightauthor.com so Got a few it. things I'm, I'm actually just revamping myself I was mm -hmm. quiet for a few months so I'm really grateful again for this podcast because I'm coming back out oh absolutely yeah. you got a standing invitation at this point because first of all I need to know what happens in book four and I want to know before everybody else <laughs> so but yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad that you came on the podcast. It was so good to talk to you. And again, everybody, you know the drill. Go out, support this fantastic author, read her works. Don't forget to leave reviews and follow her on her social media because she's fire. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Ah, not a problem. Thank you. And thank you all again so much for listening. This is Kay McCoy, your host, signing off for another episode of The Stories Station. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>